0: We've got the team together with the opinion and selections. Let's get it started. RSN 927's Melbourne Panel.
1: Great to be with you on this Saturday morning. What a beautiful day for you here in Melbourne um, for this winter's day on this Saturday, the 30th of July. Top of 14 degrees, but there's not a cloud in the sky. And having a chat to Marty Sidon this morning as we are back at Moonee Valley. And this is the final metropolitan meeting of the season. We're racing on a soft six. There is a chance that there might be an upgrade, but Marty predicting we'll probably stay around that soft six range throughout the meeting. Um, But it's a really good program, highlighted, of course, by race number eight, the feature event, the Travis Harrison Cup. It's time to preview this card. Let's welcome in the team. First of all, hello to you, Warren Huntley. Good morning Gareth. Um, Back to the valley today for us punters, what do we need to keep in mind?
0: Well I think we need to keep an eye out looking for for any pattern if there is one, the totally renovated track, quite often those new tracks they don't have the, the root structure that the more developed tracks have got and I suppose at this time of year there's not a lot of growth underneath the surface but the team are experienced with it at the Valley. They do a great job just looking for any pattern early. I wouldn't be surprised to see it being a bit advantage to be sometime on speed, but just really looking forward to, to getting out to the Valley and particularly on such a good winter's afternoon.
1: Yeah, Marnie Sign pointed out the rail is out three metres, but maybe the inside is probably the best place to be.
0: It could well be. We've just got to watch and, and see if a pattern evolves and, some of the races, particularly early in the program, they're not large fields. They could be tempo related more than pattern related. Mark Hunter, hello to you.
1: Good morning to you, Mark.
2: Yeah, morning, Gareth.
1: Um, what race are you looking forward to most this afternoon?
2: Probably the Chief Tony race. I reckon uh, it'd be interesting to see, you know, where they how Will Price handles that from a midfield spot with the expectation of the punters on his shoulders.
1: All right, then. Looking forward to. Um, the two year old races, as well, mate. Um, races two and three, I think they're intriguing
2: battles. They are indeed. Interesting. In Keysborough kick off after a couple of good trials and obviously very well bred. Um, and how the Sydney horse is always trying to line them up, how they'll measure up when they come down here.
1: And Nicole Thomas is back. Hello to you, Nicole. Good morning to you, Gareth. And who are they backing at Mooney Valley?
3: Oh, there's a couple of well supported favourites in Alpha One that's in race two, and also Chief Altony that's been really popular since we opened the market. That's, of course, in race eight. And for some plenty uh, plenty of open races, good betting races, and I think the quaddy should pay okay because outside of race eight with Chief Altony, I think the other legs are pretty open.
1: All right, then it's seven minutes past eight. Let's get stuck into this preview this morning. And uh, the first race, of course, it's only a small field. Um, And there are a few chances, however. We had a chat to Patrick Payne this morning. He was keen on Diagulus Chances, it's the favourite here, Nicole, because you can scratch the five, Somerset, Mormon, and Mr. Pickwick come out. So there's only four horses going around. And um, what price can we get for this favourite now?
3: That's right, that's win only. Well Diagula number one is now two dollars seventy in from three eighty, but note there is a sixteen cent deduction with those two scratchings. Not usual glorious number two has gone from three forty into three twenty, but overall with the scratchings, uh it's not a mover inwards. Prince of Helena is though number four, nine dollars into four dollars forty and Mohican Heights number three, three eighty out to four sixty, so on the drift. But the money early is for the favorite Diagula number one and Prince of Helena as well, number four.
1: How do you work out this race now, um, Warren? You you have Prince of uh, a leader in front, I would imagine. In fact, not usual glorious in front,
0: um, but I think every horse should get their opportunity here. Well, it could be tactical, Gareth. That's the key, and and a, and a smart ride or timing your run could be the key. But yeah, I would expect not usual glorious, who was basically presented with the lead last time, looks to be there on speed. I think Diagula probably comes across in the small field, and I would have thought Pride. Prince of Alina holds a spot not too far away from Not Usual Glorious, which probably has Mohican Heights settling last. And I just think if he can time his run on this horse, Bo Mertens, he's got a, a terrific chance. I think he's progressing well. I liked his second up run. Love the way the Valley filmed the gallops there earlier in the week and put them up on their... YouTube channel and gee, I thought Mohican Heights galloped well on uh, on Tuesday morning. And look, it could be a tactical race. I think it's hard to be a high confidence race, but do you think he's progressing well? And I liked his run second up. Three header one, Dagula, who was solid to the line behind. He's a shocker. That's the same form line as uh, as Mohican Heights. There's not going to be a lot between them. And if not usual glorious, if Ollie gets a picnic in front, he's going to be very hard to run down. And, Prince of Alina does have claims, but I, I think uh, the, the winner's probably in the top three, but not a lot would surprise here. Three, one, two, four. Three, one, two, and four. And I agree with you. It's great to watch those gallops at
1: Mooney Valley. They do a terrific job for everybody out there wanting to, to see those horses work. You've been doing this for a long time, Warren, watching gallops. Um, from someone that's never done it before or just starting watching these horses gallop, is there anything in
0: particular that we need to look for? you just like to see horses look comfortable in their action and uh, it's something i haven't done that much of since covid hit yeah. gareth so i love the fact that uh, that mooney valley put the gallops up when they are there but round the the home turn when they're starting to increase the tempo on the gallops particularly horses that haven't raced there before you like to see them comfortable quite often you might see a horse that that looks a little bit awkward round the turn the home straight they're out wide generally with the markers out you know potentially 10 12 meters so you want to see horses comfortable you want to see them work through the line well and i thought mohican heights and, and jimmy the bear were two of the the best workers that i saw from the vision of gallops there on tuesday morning
1: all right then we'll take that into consideration all right to Mark Hunter now, mate. What are we doing here in the first race with you?
2: Tricky little race, Gareth. I'll go with number one, Diagula, who I think it's worse from was probably three starts ago on a soft seven. So the fact that we've got a soft six maybe, and probably not by court to one, but uh, certainly no worse than a soft six suits it. Interesting to listen to Paddy, says so it's going to be ridden quieter. That probably puts it one out, one back off a very moderate speed. But I think it's the best horse in the race, and I think it can win to beat number two, Not Usual Glorious, who the scratching of Mr Pickwick and the announcement the the is going to be written quieter gives it a very soft lead. I think you can see Damien dictating and hard to run down. In three Mohican Heights, he's dead set ready to win. Showed terrific improvement from that first up run to second up run and four Prince of Alina. Probably settles outside leader. I'm not sure it's strong enough to get past him and win at 2,000 metres. So a bit with Warren, I think the winner will come from the top three. Nothing too clever by us, but uh, one, two, three and four.
1: One, two, three and uh, four. And Gator's not with us this morning, but his selections in uh, the opening race, he likes DiAgula to win over the four Prince of Alina, and he's thrown in the two Not Usual Glorious and the three Mahican Heights in uh, for fourth. So um, one, four, two, and three there for Gator in uh, the first race. Warren Huntley likes the three, one, two, and four, and Mark Hunter with Diaglia as well. One, two, three, and four for Mark Hunter. Race number two at Mooney Valley is for the two-year-old boys over the 955. You can scratch, of course, the nine. Tim Bolton here, Nicole, what's the market doing?
3: Alpha One is the favourite number one and it's been heavily bagged three ten into two dollars forty. Then we've got Chalaman number four five fifty into five dollars, so tiny bit of specking there. Keysborough number seven has been solid in the market at five dollars fifty. Number eight Prado five fifty out to eight dollars fifty. The Guava number two seven fifty out to eleven. Number three Fission's been back sixteen dollars into the eleven dollar quote. Number five Epic Center seven fifty out to twelve and for Suto, number 6, six nineteen out to thirty one and the Ruffy here Mogulus number ten. It's 71 out to 101, but the money is really for Alpha One, the favourite here, number one. But there is some money for that fission as well, number three.
1: And Paul Snowden said Alpha One is the best for the stable all day here in Melbourne and also up there in Sydney. Mark, are you with Alpha One to continue on? his winning form. Um, he's won his last couple in Sydney. Of course, he comes down to Melbourne here.
2: In the mix, Gareth. It's a good race. I'm going to go with the first starter here, number seven, Keysborough, who... Obviously very well bred, kicks off its career here. You go back to a trial against Cannonball, last preparation, which gives you a good form line to say it's certainly good enough for this. And this time around, it's trialled against Chester Warrior, who have seen run well. So two good form lines, a good gate, there's good speed. It will park just behind the speed. And I can just see it picking its way through and being really strong here to beat number four, Charlemagne, who's ran well on debut behind a really nice horse, struggled next time, went for a spell, came back, Good win last time. Gets a lovely box seat run. Number one, alpha one. It'll look to tear out from gate four, get across them and lead all the way. It's got a good chance of doing that. I put number two, the Guava in. Hasn't been winning in spectacular fashion, but if they do go absolutely mad, just blends across behind them, it's going to be strong at the end of the 9.55. So really interesting race. I think it's open. I'll go 7, 4, 1, 2. Of
1: course, Kiesborough is the grandson of Black Caviar and, with When you watch the Team Hawks team trial, Mark, and they usually don't let their their youngsters off the bridle, um, how do you get a guide on how good they are? Is it just been... You just take a punt watching that stable over time that if they do take a horse to, to the city first up and they trial
2: like that, they're, they're usually pretty good? Absolutely. I think it's very hard to see what they've got under the bonnet, but it's such a good stable. Um, a horse like this, you wouldn't think they'd kick it off unless it's, unless it's absolutely ready to go. And you see them bobbing them up in town or you see them taken to the bush, I think that's a fair indication of what they think of the horses. But it's a good stable, Craig Williams to ride. You couldn't see this one running badly on debut.
1: All right, then, Warren, what are you
0: doing here in this two-year-old event? Gareth, I'm going to go with Alpha 1, but interesting gear change with the Bubble cheeker offside going on so he's been laying away from the inside rail in sydney so you'd think that uh, logic tells you he might want to lay in towards the rail here in melbourne but the but the bubble cheek has gone on the the offside i think he'll go forward and he's a fast horse damien lane aboard's a positive he'll work with him but not a lot would surprise in this race one for me ahead had an eight prado like the way he seems to be relaxing a bit better in his work coming into this preparation inside draw with jamie carr aboard probably sits behind the speed and might need some luck but there does look to be good speed as mark outlined and you'd expect in a 9.55 challenge for the young horses like the way three fishing's going that form ties in with prado got the better of prado on debut has trialed nicely with the blinkers on wears them here on race day and Seven Keysborough looks to really work through the line nicely in the worker, as Mark outlined. He's got the earmuffs on for his debut, so he might be a horse that they've just got to try and teach to relax a little bit, but he looks to have talent. You could mount cases for Guava, Shallaman. Gee, I think Epic Centre showed some dash in a recent jump out, so it's a terrific race. 1837. So 183
1: and 7 for Warren Huntley, and uh, Gator's numbers there in uh, race number two will be 417 and 8. He likes Shallaman on top. Over the one L for one, he's thrown in the seven Keysborough for third and Prado for fourth. Eight sixteen, Gareth Hall with you, Warren Huntley, Mark Hunter, and Nicole Thomas on uh, the Saturday mornings. We preview Mooney Valley. We'll take a break and we'll come back with plenty more this Saturday morning. We're previewing Mooney Valley now. Gator um, is off on holidays today's flight's just been a little bit delayed, so we've got. Um, we I've got someone off the bench that we might know, um, and he sort of knows what he's doing. Um, the great man is back. Dean Lester, hello to you, Dino.
4: Hello there, Gareth.
1: <laughs> have you done the form for Mooney Valley? <laughs> well,
4: I have done the form. I was Thank just God. Looking in and I thought, well, I might try and get on the, uh, the medical sub. <laughs> I might try and get in.
1: This is your chance all those years ago when you tipped Steve Cairns' Might and Power. Um, and um, Who did you like in the first couple of races?
4: Uh, Gareth, I thought that, uh, well, the first is going to be a very tactical race, isn't it? Yeah. small field, uh, but I uh, uh, I went with not usual glorious, but uh, not with any great confidence. ahead of Mohican Heights and Diagula and Princeton Helen are making up the 4. 2-3-1-4. But we've done race two, Gareth. I've been... Uh, yes. Listen, uh, Alpha i um, I've gone with uh, Alpha 1. Yeah. I think uh, he just might be too fit and too fast, but I've got a lot of respect for Keysbro. Very keen going horse, but he, he does look to go well, and uh, I thought Shellaman and uh, Prado were the, the the other two for the trifecta one seven four 4 and 8.
1: Alright, Dino. Um, we'll come back to you in just a moment for the third race, which is for the two-year-old fillies, and Once again, this is a good betting race as well. Um, You can scratch the six Nixie and the 10 Imps here, Nicole Thomas. Um, Who's the favourite?
3: written swoosh is the favorite number four and it actually drifted out to 290 from 260 but it's back into $2.50 so there is money for the favorite number one bistro three dollars all the way out to $4.40 now number three varvia five dollars out to seven number seven winner takes all has been popular $13 into the seven dollar quote she's amore number 11 is $8 and solid in the market here berry bubbly has been backed at a price number two $31 into 14 tanto number five 26 into 17 Biere's number eight is $34 and rock solid, and C. Rubik is also solid at 151 and that is number nine. But there is money for the favourite written swoosh, number four, but winner takes all popular, Barry Bubbly, a good ruffie as well. Sam Friedman reported
1: during the week that he expects Bistro to finish in the top three. Philip Stokes says if they can run home, written swoosh is a big chance, and As Nicole pointed out, she's the solid favourite here. Winner takes it all. Um, Paul Snowden, really happy with uh, this filly. She's at $7 and she's more at $8, Warren Huntley. How do you think these fillies, first of all, will
0: sort themselves out over the 955? It will be a a solidly run race, as you would expect. Uh, Bistro's a a fast horse. To her inside, winner takes it all was effectively restrained in a recent trial. Very bubbly, Tando, the ones drawn inside, probably don't have the speed of Bistro, so... I'd be thinking she's potentially the the first to the rail if that's what Jamie Carr chooses to do. She might look to just invite someone to hold a spot inside and, and just sit one off the fence. Gee, it's a competitive race and, and a terrific race. Great to have Dino back on air. I mean, he's the, he's the voice of the station. I didn't think he'd have to get his men to take Gator out to get a spot back on, though. I think we'd just welcome him back with open arms. I hope Gator's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's all right, Bistro. Gator. It, it's, I can confirm Gator's okay. It's just a little right. bit of miscommunication yes. here, but he's okay. Okay, well, I would like to see some sign of life, just proof yeah. of life. <laughs> um, but Bistro, for me... I, I think Fresh is best with her and Jamie Carr aboard. She looks to be jumping out really well and, uh, gee, it's a a good race. One for me, ahead of four, Ritten Swoosh, who's also jumped out quite well and not hard to line their form up from when they were behind. Miss Rosiano at at Caulfield leading into the Blue Diamond. Vavi is probably going to get a little bit off the speed from that draw, but, gee, she motored through the line in a recent trial in New South Wales and 11, she's more, looks to have... Trialed up nicely, and typical of the the Moody stable, looks to know a bit what racing's all about. Capable of putting herself in a spot, one four three eleven. Mark Hunter,
2: tricky race, Gareth. The two that I like are maybe in awkward spots here. I'll tip number three, varvia, who that recent trial that Warren mentioned was an absolute beauty, just roared through the line. You go back to the Diamond Prelude on debut, gives you the same sort of form lines as the favourites here. I don't, just don't know where it'll get to in the run, but I think it's going to be very strong, and if you make grounds. I think Vavea will be hard to beat here. To beat number four, written Swoosh, it was a terrific debut. It looks to have trialled well. Again, just a little worried where, where it might get to in the run. Uh, seven winner takes it all. It's pretty quick. I thought it might get across the first two, and whether it holds Bistro or hands up, looks to be going nicely. And 11, she's a more or she's a more. Eh? Trial well, got the 54 kilos, should, should, should sit just behind them, suited by the speed and be in the finish. I'll go three, four, seven and 11. Dino,
1: what are you doing in the third?
4: Uh, Winner it takes it all for me, Gareth. I've just thought position in running, it might be in the really good spot here, um, making its own luck. And uh, I thought it had a good each-way chance, but uh, this is a really hard race. Risen Swoosh, I think, might be the best horse in the race. It'll just be depends where she settles and where the luck comes at the right time. Bistro, I think this is her really good shot at trying to get some money early uh, before the, the better horse come along and use her speed, use her, her She's limited but she's got that speed to run a race in this and uh, she's a more ace trial quite well and first up could run a bit of a race. But I thought Winner takes it all in a really tough race, I had a good hope. Uh seven, four, one and eleven.
1: So Warren likes one four, three, and eleven in the third, three four seven eleven eleven for Mark Hunter, and seven four one and eleven there for Dino in the third. Race four is for the three year olds over the two thousand metres. Scratch five Shadow Hawk, six delicious Tycoon. Portnoy, the 8, comes out as well, along with Barbarin, the 14. Nicole, what's the market here?
3: Yeah the interesting runner Matthew here is the favorite number 11 it's been backed as well $6.50 into $4.80 permutation number 16 has been 8 into $6 as well number 1 Freedom Escape $7 into 650 number 2 Storm King 850 into 650 number 4 Rock Up $4.80 it's a drifter out to $6.50 now over, number 9 nine out to $10 Far flung number 10 750 out to 11 The Red Kite number 12 14 out to $18 King Halston number 7 23 and Solid. Designer Dreamer number 13 is a drifter out to 34. Mocker Diamond number 3 is out to $41. Mengwanani number 17 is $41 in from $51. And Bell's Big House number 15 is 81 out to $126. But there's good money for Matthew, the favourite, here into that $4.80 quote, but also money for a couple of others. Permutation and Storm King are two of them.
1: It's interesting with the market, with Matthew's favourite, Penny Payne was probably leading towards Rock Up when we had a chat to him this morning, but he did say he just doesn't know how good Matthew is Mark Hunter, and he's been well-supported here to start favourite at the moment.
2: Yeah, I think it'll win, Gareth. It's, uh, it was just, it terrific going into that Ballarat maiden win first up, and it was back in the field, but you just never had a moment's worry if you're back, that it just jogged up them and destroyed them. And pretty much at the same time, as a horse called Hanadi, who I think is about a benchmark 64. I think Matthew you saw last week was for peace, Paddy just gets them hard and fit, and they just keep improving. They jump in distance, and they just get even stronger. It probably will settle midfield. It hasn't got much speed, so it probably settles midfield, so hopefully he can make some ground. I think Matthew will be the best horse in the race and will win to beat number one, Freedom Escape, who I don't know if it can win with the 58 kilos, but, gee, it's a nice stayer. It was strong last time. It got D-lane to ride from a good gate. Number nine, Shock 'em over. This had trial well and beat a horse called Mornington Mask who went to Sandown and was absolutely enormous there. So I think that win was good. It will be suited by the 2,000. And I put number two Storm King in. Just a super run last time. Should have won the race. Whether the track is wet enough for it here and has got the 57.5, near the two queries with it. I think Matthew
4: will win 11-1,
1: 9-2. Dio, who wins this staying three-year-old contest?
4: Uh, I think Gareth. I think uh, Matthew will win. Uh, yep. He's a really progressive horse. Uh, he'll just need a good ride through the field uh, at the right time, and uh, I think he's got the acceleration to win. Freedom Escape, he couldn't help but miss his run last start. Uh, he goes up in weight, but he gets Damien Lane. He's got a great chance. I think it's a good race for Paul Prisca Horses. I think Permutation will run a good race and uh, shock him over. It wasn't a bad win at Crambon and uh, probably open to a bit more improvement than some of these who we've seen a lot of uh, through the winter. Uh, he might be an up-and-comer next best. 11, one, and
0: 9. And Warren Hartley, race four for you. I'm with Matthew also. You, hard not to be impressed with what he did. First up, he trialled well going into it. He obviously takes a rising grade, but he looks progressive. Storm King had no luck at all last start. It was a terrific run. I think best run in the race, and he will get his toe into the ground, but I agree with Mark, uh, the wetter the better for for Storm King, depending how the track's playing. Freedom Escape did a lot of ducking and weaving, was good through the line last start, following that win two starts ago, and his stable mate was similarly impressive, hitting the line strongly. 11-2-1-16.
1: So, Warren likes the 11-2-1-16. Dino's with the 11-1-16-9, and and Mark Hunter also keen on Matthew. 11-1-9-2, in at race number four, Gator's numbers in the 40s with the Ben Brisbane train, three year old Storm King over the one Freedom Escape, the nine Shock Over, and the eleven Matthew. And Gator's numbers in the third were the four Written Swoosh over the one Bistro, three Varvia, and at the seven. Winner takes it all. So four one three and seven for Gator there. Let's have a look at race number five. It's a benchmark seventy eight over the twenty five hundred meters. Seven Lord Boozeron comes out. The nine Safala is also out here, Nicole.
3: Number 4 Raja is the favorite $5.50 into $3.70 so good money for the favorite here Ferrago number 12 $5.50 into $5 $5.00. number 6 Mimi's Award $6 into 550 Black Queen number 10 is $10 into $9 here for a good time number 8 seven out to $10 the Moonlight Gambler there's been some money here for number 14 $18 into the $10 quote King's Charisma number 2 13 into 11 number 1 Strawberry Rock 26 into 21 Teofilo Star number 11 is $15 all the way out to 23. Nordic Pride number 3, 21 out to 26. Tripoli number 13, 34 out to 41. And Keats is a drifter number 5, $34 out to the $51 quote. But Rudger has been popular, the favourite, into that $3.70 quote. But good money for the Moonlight Gambler there as well. And
1: Lindsay Smith, happy with Rudy here, 370. He says the horse has trained on since winning at that midweek meeting their last start with Jamie Carr aboard and Johnny McArdle, as Nicole pointed out, there's been good money for the Moonlight Gamble. He's been looking for this trip, this preparation. He's at $10 and with the claim there, he gets in nicely. Only um, has to carry 52 and a half, So he's had good support and it was a tick from the trainer, Johnny McArdle and here for a good time. Peter Gallagoda says the mare will run well once again. And she's currently at $10 here, Dino. um which way are you going here? Does Rudy win again for Lindsay and Jamie?
4: He's got a great chance, Gareth. Uh, he, uh, he's going to be... Uh, he was dominant last start and it was good to see him sort of race a bit closer to the speed. No, I'm going with the horse down in the weights, the Moonlight Gambler. Uh, I thought uh, he's been running well uh, with big weights. Uh, he, as you mentioned in the interview, he hasn't got to this trip since the South Australian Derby and that was the opinion that was held of him a couple of years ago. So I think he's got a good chance. But Ridge is the danger. Uh, I think he'll run very well. Uh, I'm giving um, chances, though, to... uh, I thought uh, King's Charisma was encouraging second run back and has got a chance. And uh, Farrago, he just keeps running on, and uh, he's certainly in the mix as his Mimi's awarded. Good competitive staying race, but I'm liking the one down in the way. 14, 4, 2 and 12.
3: All
0: right, then, Warren Huntley, um, which way are you leaning here? Leaning to number six, Mimi's Award. But as Dino said, it's a a very competitive race. She's not right down in the weights, but she does get a claim this time, Mimi's Award. She's had senior riders on a board in her most recent runs, and she's going well. And it was just a a farcically run race last start. That horrifying was able to dominate and, and win from on speed. She got into a spot, but then she didn't really go on with it, and then got out sprinted late. So she's going well. It's a bit of a D day for her in an even race. I'm leaning six. Mimi's award, you can back her each way, which you need to be able to do. 12 for Argo, that was another farcically run race that, that he comes through. I'm not surprised to see him backing up from that, that race last start. It was just the the peloton got so far away from the leading group there, and T. Waters was... In a dominant position to be able to take the race out and prove too strong. Well, I thought Farrago, under the circumstances, just being dictated to back nearer the inside with uh, with the, the horses well off the speed, ran really well. No surprise, the quick backup, he's flying. For Rudyard, the blinkers came off, winkers went on last start, just got a beautiful ride and uh, and was strong through the line. So it looks like this trip and perhaps even beyond is going to be his forte. The Moonlight Gambler down on the weights, as Dino said, he was chasing Wasaka, and that form ties in with Rudja, So you can easily get the Moonlight Gambler in the mix way down on the weights.
1: 6-12-4-14. What's your speed, map for this day is here and your tips, uh, Mark Hunter?
2: Inside gates, Gareth. Theofilo star should cross from gate four and lead. And I've probably got the inside three gates. Uh, I think Black Queen will hold a spot here from one. Moonlight Gambler handy from two and Keats from three. From out wide, Rudgers. Got to find a spot somewhere, and Strawberry Rock, same sort of thing, holding that spot, fifth or sixth. I'm got the same four numbers as Warren, just a different order. I'll go number six, Mimi's award, who I think is coming out of the best races and racing really well. it has got that claim for Josh Richards, got an awkward gait. Just need luck from back in the field. You need to be able to run on a bit. I think they'll ride it quieter here. To beat 14, the Moonlight Gambler, just has to prove it can run the 2,500. It, um, I heard Johnny McCardle say it was at the end of its campaign, the SA Derby. It, it should run the distance. It's going really well against Wasaka, who's a good wet tracker. There's no match for Rudger, but a good wet tracker. I think the Moonlight Gambler gets a great run. 12, Farago. Just in super form. Terrific run last time. Whether the track's wet enough for Farago is my little query. And 4, Roger, Good win. Got 58 kilos. Got that wide gate. Needs to find a spot early. Got a winning chance. 6, 14, 12 and 4.
1: Okay, so Dino likes the 14, 4, 2 and 12 here. And Race number five, six, twelve, four, 4 and 14 for Warren Huntley, and six, fourteen, twelve, 12 and 4 for Mark Hunter. So he's also with Mimi's award at $5.50 for Lindsay Park. And Gator's with the 6 Mimi's award as well over the 12 Farrago. And he's thrown in the 8 here for a good time for third, and Black Queen for fourth, which was the 10. what a wonderful comeback. Um, This is inspiring stuff from the voice of RSN, Dean Lester. He's joined the panel, along with Mark Hunter and Warren Huntley on this Saturday morning, and Nicole Thomas will take a break.
0: Opinion and selections for today's Melbourne Racing RSN 927's
4: Saturday
1: panel. It's 8.37, time to have a look at the first league of the Quaddy at the Valley. It's for the Mare's Benchmark 78 over the 1,600 metres. Scratch the 15, it's true, and the 16, pinch the and And, uh, Nicole, it's a wide-open affair
3: here. It is open. American Angel is the favourite, though number two it went 4.20 all the way out to 4.60. It's just into four dollars now. The Lassifal number eleven 4.60 out to five dollars. Zula's been backed number three nine dollars into seven. Number seven Cyclone Sally ten dollars into eight dollars. Rizutsu, number thirteen eight out to eight fifty. Karabi number nine thirteen dollars out to fifteen. dollars Sonic number six twelve out to seventeen. Be Tempted is a good roughie that's been specked here number one, 34 dollars into nineteen dollars. Good and proper. Number 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 five, 13 out to 19. Spanish Tides, number 10, 26 into 23. Number eight, Glamour Fox, $23 out to 26. Miltiltida, number 14 is 23 out to 26. Barbie's Fox, number four, a $34 chance as well as Soaring Eagle at that same quote, and that is number 12. So there is money for the favourite American Angel, number two, but also money for Zula and Cyclone Sally as well.
1: Ben Gleeson, of course, the assistant trainer to Danny O'Brien, gave a good push for American Angel this morning. Patrick Payne indicated, I wouldn't be leaving Be Tempted out of your quaddies. And as Nicole pointed out, she's had some good backing at a big price now into $19. And Mickey Bell is happy with Cyclone Sally There's an $8 chance here,
0: Warren. Do you have Cyclone Sally leading here? I would think so, Gareth. As, uh, As Mick Bell outlined, if they want to go mad, she... She doesn't have to necessarily lead. Drawn just to our outside Zula, probably not too far away. Miltita probably tucks in behind them, but I would have thought that Cyclone Sally is the most likely leader, and I think she's got to go in the quaddy We'll have a little bit of a handle on the way the track's playing by this stage of the day, and... She'd probably like it even a little bit softer than it, than it is now. If it was racing more like a, a 7, that wouldn't be a disadvantage to Sally. But I'm going to go with American Angel. She's going well. She'll strip fit a third up. She had a nice tick-over jump out since her last run, and she's just going to need a, a run to get through from... from the inside draw at some stage, but I do think she's got a great winning hope. As does Thalassophile, it was a terrific ride from Beau Merton's Last start, got on the back of the right horse, exposed her at the right time and, and she was able to prevail. No improvement in her at this stage of her preparation. She's one that went round the valley very nicely on Tuesday morning, looked very comfortable getting around the track. Six Zousonic, I was batting up for Zousonic last start. There was a note in the stewards report, the rider wasn't wasn't happy with the action. Just on her best form, she could be competitive here and, and Ollie gets aboard. Number seven cyclone Sally, she'll give a sight riding the speed. I'll be including Rizutsu in my Quad I think it's a wide leg. Two eleven six seven. Confident levels here, Mark.
2: Gareth, the track will be vital here. If you see a track that's favoring sort of on speed on near the fence, I think the race will work out pretty much to plan. I'll go with number two American Angel, who I thought was terrific first up and second up. Everything was to suit there. You were running on. The headwind didn't favour the ones facing the breeze, and the race just looked perfect for it. I think if they had their time again, they'd probably go back three or four lengths and come from off midfield, and I think the horse would have won. It still held on really well until the effort just told. Given time to get over that run, went to Geelong, soft trial, well beaten by the winner who came out and won impressively. So it looks like it's going well. I think from this gate here, probably got to ride it a bit closer again than maybe is perfect, but that's at 1,600 tempo. So I like American Angel here to beat seven Cyclone Sally, who is the first leader down on the fence. This horse has just jumped out of the ground. It's going to give you a good sight in front for a long way. 11 to I Think back to the suits it's even better. It was out of tickets on the line last time. And one B tempted. It's got a good chance B tempted. It was terrific first up and then just had no hope the way the race was run second up. It's a horse that doesn't want any wetter than a soft six, so the track's okay for it. Just might follow American Angel through and really hit the line here with the claim. Two, seven, 11,
1: and one. And Dean Lester, what are you doing here in race six, mate?
4: <laughs> uh, Gareth, I think uh, American Angel's nearly the best for the day. I think uh, the boys have outlined why. She probably gets the beautiful run through. I think uh, the way they ride Cyclone Sally, they go for home early on her. It'll break the race up, and I think she'll get through, and uh, I think she'll be hard to beat. Uh, from, I think Zula's going very well. She'll be on pace with the claim and can run well, uh, be tempted. As Mark said, she's going to be the one probably tracking through behind American Angel, and she'll be at least strong late, and I'll put in the last a We'll need a good ride from Bo Merton, but he's flying at the moment, and uh, her win last start was good. But uh, no, I'm pretty keen on American Angel. I think she's one of the better bets of the day. Two, three, one, and 11.
1: Do you know if you had to... Pick um, your side if you had one of those competitions like um, uh, what they do in the NFL and the AFLD, you know, heading towards the spring carnival. I think Bo, Pertins, Bo Mertens might be a, a jockey that could really stamp himself this spring. I agree with you. Isn't he flying at the moment?
4: Yeah, well, he's built up some good contacts over winter, Gareth. So uh, he's uh, yeah, going very well and uh, he can ride light. And, uh, yeah, he's been around the mark in some good racing In the past, and I think uh, you're probably right. He's ready to really have a go at spring this
1: year. So Dino likes the two American Angel. He's indicated this could be one of his best on the program. Two, three, one, and eleven for Dino. Mark Hunter with American Angel as well. Two, seven, eleven, and one. And uh, Warren with American Angel. Two, eleven, six, and seven there for the team. Um, Well, that's Warren's numbers in race number six, but the team all with the two American Angel. Race number seven is for the three-year-olds over the 1,600 metres. Five, Cyberus comes out. Seven, Ocean Raider is also a scratching here, Nicole Thomas.
3: Number three, Jimmy the Bear is the favorite though, four twenty into four dollars. There is some support for the favourite set to profit next in the market, number ten, five dollars, and rock solid. El Cordobe's number six, has gone from seven fifty into six dollars. Umgawa number two, seven into six dollars fifty. Number one pre turn, nine dollars out to eleven. Big olino number four is been bean spec, fifteen dollars into twelve. Riyuki number eight, eleven dollars out to thirteen. Sachem, number nine is also a drifter, thirteen out to fifteen dollars. The problem with number eleven has gone from from $26 into $18, Chipolu, number 13 is a drifter to 21 and Top Honours number 12 is also out to the $41 quote. So there's money for plenty of runners here. There is money for the favourite Jimmy the Bear, El Cordobes as well and Big Olino and also the best Ruffy in the race is the problem with number 11.
1: Okay, Nicole, just going back to race number six and Gators numbers. He's with um, uh, the two American Angel as well over the six, Sue Sonic. The Lassifile the 11, and at the 7 for 4, Cyclone Sally. So 2, 6, 11, and 7 for Gator. Mark Hunter, who wins race number 7?
2: I think it's, uh, again, depending a bit on the track, Gareth. I'll go with number 10, Set the Profit. It's going to need a good ride. Probably settles midfield at best, maybe a touch worse. I think since the blinkers have gone on and it's got out in trip, it's getting better and better to beat number 3, Jimmy the Bear, who certainly be fitter for that last run off a little setback and still ran well. He's somewhere nearer the front and very competitive. Then the couple that I think might settle one two. so hoping that the uh, on-speed is okay. Number 11, the problem with... It's going to be strong, this horse. Got the blinkers on for the first time. Lightly race, but going well. I've got 13 Tupelo. It's, its last go at the distance was just given no hope at all. Got held up, was in the worst ground. It looks like it's come back really well. It's got 52 after the claim. Can hopefully settle outside the problem with and give you a good sighted odds. So 10 to be three. Then the on-paces for me, 11 and 13.
4: Dino? Uh, I see very similar Gareth in the, the same four numbers. But I think if Jimmy the Bear runs a strong mile, I think he's the one to beat. He's in really good form. Uh, he's well placed and hard to beat. Set the profits, racing well. Uh, he's run three of his past four, going a great guns and drawn for a great run. The problem with is building, his form, and he's a lightly raced horse and he, he looks progressive. And certainly Tupeloo, because I'm a big rapper, sure, Gow, when he brings his horses to Melbourne. And it's got 52 on its back and on pace. Going to give a great sight for a long way. 3, 10, 11 and 13.
0: And Warren Huntley? Yeah, I'm with Jimmy the Bear here. I think he can get a run just behind the speed. He had a gap between runs going into his most recent run and he's shaping like 1,600 metres will suit. I think he's at a backable price and quite like him. 3, Jimmy the Bear. Head of 10 set to profit who probably settles behind Jimmy but will be strong late. Two Umgawa, can't be any improvement at this stage. The preparation, but continues to race well. And Elkhound Obis probably should be at, at peak fitness now. Just going to need a smart ride from a wide draw with Craig Williams aboard, but capable of getting into a, a forward spot. We know Craig is always uh, a jockey that that has a plan when the the draw looks slightly awkward. Three ten two six.
1: So three ten eleven and thirteen for Dino. 10, 3, 11 and 13 for Mark Hunter and 3, 10, 2 and 6 there for Warren Huntley. It's 8.46. This is the Melbourne form panel on this Saturday as we preview Mooney Valley. And uh, we'll take a break and come back with races 8 and 9, including the feature, of course, which is race 8 on the program, the Travis Harrison Cup over the 1600 metres.
0: Opinion and selections for today's Melbourne race. RSN 927's Saturday panel.
1: Warren Huntley, Dean Lester, Mark Hunter, Nicole Thomas, along with Gareth Hall with you on this Saturday morning previewing at Moonee Valley. And for up to race number eight, which is the feature, the Travis Harrison Cup. Over the 1600 metres, you can scratch the eleven. thought of that. And Salton, the 15, comes out here, Nicole.
3: Yeah, there's a nine cent deduction because of that. But Chief Altony is still being backed, number 14, the favorite. 310. It got into 240 at one stage, just back out to $2.60, but it was backed as soon as markets went up. Tavidance has also been specced in the market, number 12, $5 into $4.40. Lequeen, number 13, $7 into $6. Five Smoke and Romans, 13 out to $15. Number one, Too Close to the Sun, $18 into 16 Just a canter, number two, 15 out to $16. And Biometric is a drifter, number eight, 15 out to the nine. $19 quote. Soci Bond number four, 18 out to 21. Starcaster number 10 also out to that $21 quote. Lumia number three a $34 chance. Irish Flame number seven is 41. The Good Fight number six is 51. And Inverloch number nine a $71 chance. So there's money for the top three in the market, but particularly Chief Altony number 14.
1: Can Chief eltony um, get the job done today, Dean Lester, the 260 favourite?
3: Gareth, he's got a great chance. Uh, he's
4: a really consistent horse and uh, he was luckless before he went to Sydney and then they probably punched too fast forward in a 1,400 metre race. He's had a bit of a busy schedule. I just like the way Tabby Dance has sort of been patiently handled and I just think he's found a race he can win. Uh, I just think he's a bit better value but this is a trim up leg for the quality for me. Tabby Dance, Chief Eltony and I'm throwing Lakeen in as well because uh, around the mile, this grade on the limit I think he's got some hope but I think they stand out a little bit, 12, 14, 13, just because I think you get a really cheap run on the fence. D-Day for Sochi Bond, but he might have a little place chance at odds. But uh, I thought Tavy Dance was a little bit over the odds to beat Chief Altony, uh, 12, 14, 13, then four.
0: How do you read this race, Warren? You have to have faith in racing, don't you, Gareth? And I'm just hoping that the, the runs can be there for Chief Altony when he needs it, because I think he was tested in stakes grade, he measured up. In Sydney last start quite well but he was up in grade and back to 1400 meters but he has had that trip up there and back so you you're assuming that he, he's going to be going as well as he can be going into this I think if he is and he's holding his form from his previous runs then he's clearly the one to beat but the danger looks to be Tavidance, who's progressing well Jamie Carr gets aboard the other one I'm going to include is Smoke and Romans I know he's better over more ground and he's first up he's got the blinkers off the glue on shoes come off which is a positive I love the way he's trialing Ben Mallum's really hit the ground running since he's got back in the saddle and just a canter, Lekeen, I wouldn't fight you for a fourth tip. The firming track from what we saw last time is going to be a, a positive for Lekeen. I thought just a canter with the claim might be at least a trifecta first four. hope. 14, 12, 5 and 2. And
1: Mark Hunter, who wins the Travis Harrison Cup?
2: I think Chief Altoni does, Gareth. I think the second should have been a one there a couple of starts ago. Chased two really good wet trackers up there in Sydney when ridden forward over 1,400 metres and certainly didn't give up the chase. I think here... It balances midfield. It's got 51.5 kilos. It won't know itself. You'd think they would at least be cutting the inside out by race eight, so he should be able to run on. I think Chief Locktony will win. The 12th, Dance is the only danger. It had the two back from a spell. It was good first up in a weaker race, but then I thought it was terrific last time at Caulfield. Getting through inside was really strong to the line. It's fitter, loves the soft, and gets Jamie Carr to ride. I don't think anything else can win. I've got number two, a Cantor, in third, who's going well. Didn't have much luck last time. And 13, Lekeen. Tavi Dance was a better run. I just think Lekeen might need a bit drier, but it is getting fitter and getting out to the mile. So 14 from 12, then 2 and 13.
1: All right, tips from the team in race eight. Dino's with Tavi Dance, the 12 over the 14, 13 and 4. Chief Eltony for Mark Hunter, 14, 12, Two and three Warren also keen on chief Eltony the 14 from the 12 five and two Gator back in race seven he was with Jimmy the bear the three from the two Umgawa, six Elkodobes and the one pre to turn and he likes chief Eltony here the 14 over the 12 Tavi dance the 13 Lekeen and the two just a canter final race is race number nine at the valley benchmark 70 over the 1200 meters scratch the 10, sold the cart. Fifteen dreams and schemes, seventeen for real life, and the eighteen gloves are off, Nicole Thomas.
3: Money for a few runners here, including the favorite home rule number 11. eleven, four sixty into three dollars ninety. Number two whipcracker way has been backed as well, eight dollars into six fifty. Number six Invincible Jet, eight dollars just drifting out to 8.50. Number five, Hello Broadcast, 8.50 out to $10. Poised to Rain, number 13, is 10 out to 11 Number one, Gold Spark, $12 and solid. Number three, Delightful Journey has been backed as well, $17 into 13 Number four, Condos Express, $14 and rock solid. Rolling Moss has been backed, number nine, $23 into 14 Diamonds in the Sky, number 14, drifting out to $14. LTC, number seven, a big drifter out to 21 Lord Domino, number eight, a $26 chance Hussein number 12 is $34 and Kalashani lad number 16 is $41 so money for plenty of runners here including the favorite home rule whip crack away delightful journey and also rolling moss
1: all right then maddie raymond was really happy with home rule when we had a chat to her this morning on the first word ej happy with hello broadcast and uh, philip stokes Is just hoping whipcrack away gets what he deserves, and that's a victory after he's had a pretty good preparation
0: without winning this time around. Warren Huntley, who wins the last? I'm with Home Rule. I think there's good speed in this race, and it's across the grid. Rolling Moss near the inside, or roll forward with delightful journey. Lord Domino in the middle, and out wider. Invincible Jet probably pushes forward, and drawn just to the inside of Home Rule. So I can see Damien Lane just. Covering a, a little bit of ground, but you'd think the inside, as Mark said, would be chopping out by this stage of the day. He might be in the right part of the track, and he's got a good cruising speed, as Matty Raymond outlines her. I think he's got a great winning chance. 13 poised to rain. Interesting run. First run for the Andrew Bobbin stable. Blinkers are off. It was okay in stakes grade last start. Five hello broadcast. Got a terrific ride stalking the speed to win last start. Different scenario here, but... Kept fresh at, at 1,200 metres. Should be strong late for Condos Express. First run for Gavin Bedgood Back to the track where he's produced his best performances. Uh, I think a, a real market watch and a must-include for Condos Express. 11, 13, five four.
2: Mark Hunter? 11 for me, Gareth Home Rule. I wish it was a wetter track. Uh, the horse is coming back in distance, so it's going to be strong. There's plenty of speed inside it, so I'm banking on... Sort of not driving forward in that contest, maybe sitting just off them. Hopefully the inside's chopped out a little by now and the race should set up pretty well for home rule to be very hard to beat up the straight here, to beat number four Condos Express, who on its best form can certainly win a race like this. Probably hasn't reached the heights it looked like it May or in its career. It's changed stables. It's got a two kilo claim. It's going to sit behind the fast speed, come out of the pack and really challenge them. Five hello broadcast. Got the great run through inside last time, but this race looks like it will set up well for it and I'll put 13 poised to rein in, having its first start for the Bobbin stable. Last run was good for Richard Jolly. It'll be well back, needing luck getting through, but I think the leaders will get tired, and I'm sure they'll be closing in at the finish, the back markers. 11, 4, 5, and 13.
1: And Dino, what are you doing in the last?
4: Uh, Gareth, I'm uh, with Condos Express, first run for a very informed stable with Gavin Bedgewood. I just thought he was a little value play in a very even race. Uh, home rule going well, uh, as the boys have mentioned. Might have preferred softer ground, but he's Just a genuine horse in really good form. Uh, Poised to rain. First run for Andrew Bobbin. uh, Talented Galloper. Can run well. And uh, I'll put in Hello Broadcast. Everything went right last start. But maybe just he's a run on Sprinter. And the the high pressure here, I'm expecting them to go very hard in this race. And it's set up for those closes. So... uh, I'm with that Condos Express at a bit of odds. 4, 11, 13 and
1: 5. And Gator, he's with 2 Whipcracker way over the 11 Home Rule 5 Hello Broadcast and the 8 Lord Domino. So 2, 11, 5 and 8 for Gator. In that final event, Warren Huntley likes the 11, 13, 5 and 4. Mark Hunter with the 11, 4, 5 and 14. So both uh, Warren and Mark with Home Rule and Dino with Condos Express. Gavin Bedge could, as Dino pointed out, just on fire at the moment, especially horses new to his stables. so 4, 11, 13 and 5 for Dino. Warren Huntley, your
0: best in the Quaddy please. Going with Chief Altony, race 8, number 14 as my best. Gareth, I think at a more backable price, race 7, number 3, Jimmy the Bears got a terrific chance. Quaddy first leg, 2, 6, 7, 11 and 13. Second leg, 2, 3, 6 and 10. Third leg, 5, 12 and 14. Coming home with numbers 4, 5, 11 and 13. Four, five, eleven, and thirteen. Looking forward to listening to you tomorrow morning with correct weight. Looking forward to that, Gareth. And great to be part of the Christmas in July episode of the Saturday Four yeah. Panel with Dino part of the panel.
1: Unbelievable, Mark Hunter. Your best.
2: I'll go race eight, number fourteen, Gareth. Chief Altoni. My value yesterday on the radio was race five, number fourteen, the Moonlight Gambler. Macquady. First leg one, two, three, seven, and eleven. Second leg three, ten, eleven, and thirteen. Third leg, 12 and 14. And come home, 4, 5, 11, 13 and 16.
1: All right. Good luck today, mate. Thanks for that, Mark. Thank you. There's Mark Hunter. And Dino, your best in the Quaddy, mate.
4: Uh, American Angel, the best for me. Gareth, race 6, number 2. Best value, the last race, 9, number 4, Condos Express. Quaddie. uh, first leg, probably play it two ways. You have a little one with uh, American Angel, maybe one out of the best bet. But 2, 3, 1, 11 and 7. Second leg, 3, 10, 11, and 13. Third leg, 12, 14, and 13. Come home on 4, 11, 13, and 5.
1: 4, 11, 13, and uh, 5. And Dino, um, JB from Hobart here. Bloody great to hear the great man's voice again. Welcome back. Great to hear you back, Dino. Look after yourself. What a joy. Welcome back, Dino. The great Dean Lester. Um, so happy to hear him back on the radio. Exciting to have Dino back. We so missed him. Hope he's feeling better. That's from Mick from Richmond. So good to have Dino back. Well done, Dino. Um, then we go, welcome back, Dino. Um, we could go on all day, by nah, the way. Nah, um,
4: all right,
1: Garrett. Dino, a lot of love for you. How are you? I should have asked you at the start, but I thought I'd save it for the end. Um, how are you yeah. travelling, mate? Yeah,
4: we're going okay. Getting a bit better each day, so, uh, little cameo today to, to help Gator out and uh, we will uh, be back uh, in full steam ahead in the next few weeks but uh, back on correct weight next uh, tomorrow week and then be back on the Saturday panel full time uh, pretty
1: soon. Yeah, don't give me, don't give your physio, your doctor my number because um, we probably needed to go into this race um, with a couple of trials but <laughs> we started with no trials but you're exceptional Dino, you 're won on the bit.
4: Okay. Thanks, Gareth. Good on
1: you, Dean. There's Dean Lister, the the great man, helping us out there.